0: of um, First Peter chapter 4 from verse 12. Beloved, do not be surprised that a trial by fire is occurring among you as if something strange were happening to you. But rejoice to the extent that you share in the sufferings of Christ so that when his glory is revealed you may also rejoice exultantly. If you are insulted for the name of christ blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of god rest upon you but let no one among you be made to suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as an intriguer but whoever is made to suffer as a christian should not be ashamed but glorify god because of the name praise god it is time for the judgment to begin when the household with the household of God. If it begins with us, how will it end for those who fail to obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous one is barely saved, wherewith the godless and the sinner appear? As a result, those who suffer in accord with God's will um, hand their souls over to a faithful creator as they do good. Praise God. And then um, we read book of Romans chapter 11 and verse 29. The Bible says that for the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. And then we read again chapter, the same book, chapter 9 from verse 14. What then are we to say? Is there injustice on the part of God? Of course not. For he says to Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will. I will take pity on whom I will. So it depends not upon a person's will or exertion but upon God who shows mercy. And verse 12 says, not by works but by his call she was told rebecca the older shall serve the younger as it is written i love jacob but he did a serve so let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we thanksgiving we honor you we praise you and we worship you We enthrone you above every situation and every circumstance of our life. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for you are the living word that is made flesh to come and dwell in us. Let your indwelling presence find its place in our hearts, our soul. Manifest your power within us. Lord, help us to grow more in the knowledge of you and wisdom to be transformed from inside out. And to have our mind focused on you, our eyes fixed on you. It is in Jesus' mighty name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So the topic for this meditation based on the first scripture that we have read from the book of First Peter, chapter 4, from verse 12. Um, the topic is keep your focus. Keep your focus. And then we shall come to um, learn something through the different scriptures that you have read, that it is consistency that keeps our focus on Jesus at bay. It is a consistency upon uh, his call for us, his desire for us, his will for us that helps us to uh, bring forth desirable results. In accordance with his plan his will his design and his purpose for our lives so um one of the major um words that drew my attention is the fact that we are reminded something very interesting that we have to rejoice through everything to rejoice through everything you know it's easy to rejoice when everything is fine but here the Bible says rejoice to the extent that we to be reminded that we share in the sufferings of Christ. Why? So that when his glory is revealed, we may also rejoice exultantly. And it says, but whoever is made to suffer as a Christian should not be ashamed, but glorify God because of their name. I don't think there is a Christian without a cross. I don't think we can... Uh, we can boldly confess Jesus as Lord and reject the cross of Jesus. It doesn't have to be something really visible. It doesn't have to be something really complicated. But it just means that once we profess, receive, and confess and embrace Jesus as the Lord of our lives, then that means our life is... um, designed and everything is circled to have him at the center of our lives to have him as our guide our director to have him as the lord meaning that uh, we are meant to constantly have this uh, concept engraved in us that he is in charge and in control not just of good times but also uh, in control of every moment and situation and circumstance of our lives so whether we understand it we see it we we we, we or we don't and uh, why did we read about the call of god because each one of us is um who has given their life uh, to jesus and who has uh, decided to cultivate a an atmosphere of growing in relationship with jesus every day of our lives and who has chosen to do what the word of god says to seek god mm-hmm. definitely there is a specific path that the lord has designed for you and i to follow uh, it doesn't have to be like what the apostles were going through at the time um, this uh, book of Acts was written, I mean the book of uh, we just read First Peter when the apostles were were advocating what the Lord had commanded them to do proclaim the good news and they had to suffer so much beatings, imprisonments uh, persecutions basically things that really seem tangible or visible but I believe that more than that it is our human, uh, human self you see uh, we are all human and god is divine and just because we are human we have all these human desires and inclinations that presents to us they are obstacles to us being able to embrace the cross of Jesus because you see the cross does not just present to us salvation and redemption that Jesus came to give us but it is also a path to sacrifice it is also a path that reminds us the obedience that Jesus had to give you know and to to surrender to so that we can receive what we embrace today as salvation so it means that if he was not not, um, obedient, then we could not have received this. But because he is God and because he's divine and because he wanted to set a path and a direction and to guide us and to help us to live in the life that uh, we can actually watch him as uh, the firstborn of our creation and embrace and be able to live. So he had to take this path. So it also means that these moments of our lives when our human inclinations and desires um, present to us as a stumbling block. Why? Because sometimes um, we know and we believe and we can see the path that we are seeking is to follow Jesus. But on the other hand, if we are honest enough, There are all these human inclinations and desires that try to uh, pull us away from the path that the Lord sets. How? Because sometimes we forget that what the Lord spoke like three years ago, three weeks ago, if we have not followed it keenly and embraced it without questioning, it has not been removed. That is why we read the scripture that says that the call of God, the call that he gives us, his call for us to advocate his word. His call for us, the demand that he has placed upon our lives, that thing that he tells us to do, the times that we have not taken it seriously, and time has gone by, and time has passed, you know, and then we expect Him to speak another thing. Probably, there's a reason why we did not do that thing. Maybe we questioned it, and it did not make sense to us at the time, and it doesn't have to be that the Lord will have to reveal everything that we, human beings, need to know. He is God. And if He speaks to us, and does things to us, I he has already prejudged the situation orchestrated planned the situation as the king of the universe then what we need is the direction for the moment you see the human inclination is the fact that many times you know that the Lord will have spoken to us uh, we are bound to analyze what is speaking maybe disqualify ourselves or disqualify other people based on what we see based on our five senses that is the human we human we and this is why we have to learn to elevate you know the Lord is teaching us something new to elevate not just our mind our perception but to be able to decode and to know that the very same thing he had done. See, if you haven't learned how to listen to him, then you will not know that he has spoken. But on the journey, on the journey that he has placed, he places us, that 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 journey that we seek to know Him, we seek to love Him, seek to do His will, then He will train us on how to hear Him, on how to advocate and to do what He has asked. And we have to also yield to His will and His purpose. To accept brokenness before Him, to accept that we can do nothing without His help, to accept that we have come to the knowledge that we can see. Like the Lord can, <laughs> the Lord will take us to moments when He will reveal to us the the human aspect of us that becomes a stumbling block, but that will not happen not until we are conscious of what he is trying to take us through, not until we are conscious of what the word of God says, not until we have made that conscious decision to seek him with all of our mind, heart and soul and surrender ourselves to him. Surrender every area to him and pray honestly that he will help us to outgrow whatever it is that tries to become a stumbling block in us, to be open to him, to allow him to mold, melt and refashion us in accordance with his will and his purpose. We have read a word. That says that his call is not revoked. What does this mean? It means that he does not withdraw. He does not change his mind. So if that is the case that he gave a direction about about something or he has spoken a direction about something how do we know that it is him who has spoken? Definitely it is not something that we can record within a day. It is a journey and as we get know him then he will have revealed to us how he speaks each one learns in a different way and when we have learned then we realize that if actually he spoke that thing that he spoke will never leave our mind in unless we advocate it and we do it and that is why You know, um, when we we, we go before the Lord, when we present ourselves before the Lord in prayer, we find that the very same thing, the very same things that He has spoken, and especially if there are moments in our lives that the Lord has called us into doing something, guided us into doing something, and we have probably not taken it seriously or not done it, then it means... (laughs) Ah, that this path that he has said for us and um, we are going to have to go through some things that we might disqualify ourselves or consider as as um they are not meant for us but it is a path that has been said for us to be able to outgrow from the humanness of not being able to to lay down our human uh, inclinations aspirations and desires so that the spirit man can arise from within us and this is why we read whoever is made to suffer as a christian should not be ashamed but glorify god because of the name you see what we don't learn by direction what we don't learn by instruction the instruction comes first then we have to learn through suffering it doesn't mean that it is something so openly seen but deep down inside us if we are really really open to God we can see that thing and most of the time it gets to a point where we start questioning probably the events in our lives. And when we pray, then the Lord will guide us and help us to see that already he had given a direction probably some time back weeks months back years back that we did not consider as important that we did we started questioning that we did not ask him what we started asking why that you know asking the wrong questions that we did not uh, understand probably or or taken seriously So because of that thing that we did not advocate or adhere to, then we have gotten to another season of our lives. And because we have not grown to the level that was required of us by the time we have gotten into this new season, then we find that there are challenges that we have to really experience. So this comes to us as suffering. But as we go through that, he is the king. Who suffered and how I see it is that the season of suffering from whatever it is where all this whether is um, whatever desires in us or whether is a mind that likes to analyze stuff and probably question everything that will be scrapped off our system our our humanness and we will get to a point where we will have to surrender. Why? Because Jesus is a winner. So if we want to win with him, it means humility does not come easily. It is something that we have to do. And if the word of God says, submit to God, submit to God and the enemy will flee from you. There are prayers that we don't need to pray, we just need to submit. I don't know about you, but I have found that moments that we have failed to submit to the word of God, to the direction of God. Yet on the other hand, we are seeking to love God. We are seeking to know him. We are seeking and praying to be conformed to his will. Then he has to help us because he is our helper. He has said, call unto me and I will answer. If he does not answer, then we are going to question where is God. So he answers to our prayer. He answers in different ways. His desire for us is for us to be able to outgrow seasons and moments where he has tried to teach us and we might not seem to learn in a certain way so the holy spirit comes and gives us an opportunity to learn in a different way with only one intention so that we can be transformed to become like jesus that is the intention that each one of us jesus died for that one reason that we may all be transformed to become like him so no matter what um we have to face, we have to go through, no matter what we have to go through, we cannot point at suffering and then point at a God who doesn't care there are things that we have to go through in order to attain the level of holiness the level of holiness the level of righteousness that is required of us we have yielded to him we have prayed to him and his desire is to transform us to be like him, you see When we question anything that the Lord has sent us or asked us to do, we are really questioning his holiness. Why? Because God is holy. Because God is good. Because God is mercy. He is love. You see, this is who he is. So when the Lord has told us, has spoken a word that has really um we know that we know that you know you have spoken that word for us to be able to advocate me included in this uh, i have found that we are questioning his holiness without even uh being conscious about it so that means in us in our humanness there is something that needs to go and if it does not go with instruction and the guidance that we get from the word of god from he who is the word then it will have to go through different kind of experiences that then he will start to reveal to us that the same very word that he spoke it's still the same very word that is gonna speak and we have to do it in order to move to the next level You know what happened to the Israelites while they were in the wilderness they had to be there until they learned they learned the, the the Egypt in them could come off their system until they learned that God was good, until they learned a new thing about God that was gonna help them in order so when they take the next step to go to the to the promised land, they will go and they will have been transformed to become a new creation. You see, the Lord has been speaking to us about making us a new creation, and we have to believe that this making us a new creation, it is um. It begins with him making us and then we have to yield to become. He makes us and we have to become. He makes us we have to become. So, on the other hand, we know that consistency, consistency is required of us in order to keep our focus on Jesus and in order to produce the desired results the desired results by the King of Kings, by the Lord of Lords. So his way of helping us is to remind us that his call for us cannot be revoked. He does not withdraw. His goodness cannot be withdrawn. He cannot withdraw. He he does not repent that he called us into being his own, you know. And If it cannot be drawn, it cannot be changed, then we have to journey this walk with Jesus with fear and trembling and the knowledge that he who began this good work in us will see that it is truly finished. (laughs) That is the faithfulness of God. So when I read this word that says, but whoever is made to suffer as a Christian should not be ashamed, but glorify God because of the name. Glorify God because of the name, the name of Jesus. Glorify God means that we are believing what Romans 8.28 says. That all things will work out for good for those who love the Lord, those who are called according to his purpose. That our wills will lose power and his will only will prevail. Romans, the book of Romans 12 verse 2 says to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. You see, the word of God renews our mind. When we get closer to Jesus, when we seek the Lord, when we choose to seek him, he renews our mind day by day. This is the first, uh, probably, step or or, uh, level of freedom that we receive. A renewed mind by he who is a living word, help us to see things differently to focus on him and not on the thing the thing that comes to take away our joy the thing that tries to speak negativity like the Israelites in the wilderness when they started focusing on oh there's water here red sea we can't cross they started crying and they started uh complaining you see when you focus on the thing the thing has to make us to uh, has a way of making us to start bringing back negativity but when we keep our focus on God, then it is easy to be consistent. It is easy to remain in the indwelling places of God that he desires that we remain in so that he can dwell with us, what uh, the book of Revelation says, that God wants to dwell with man. And when he's dwelling with us, then we can be assured that every good gift will be given to us. And then we read here that um, to have uh, transformed by the renewal of our mind that we may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. The will of God is pleasing. The will of God is perfect. Perfection is the name of God. I mean, it is perfect. We might not see it in that way. Why? Because we are human. We start uh, minus, plus here, there, and there then it will not make sense. You see, we have to shut down our human senses in order to do the will of God. We have to shut down our own abilities to analyze situations or try to judge situations in a way, in a human way, to allow the divinity to take effect in our lives. And with this word, we pray that the Lord will help us to be able to submit to his will. And to remember that even when uh, we know um, the Hebrew teenagers were subjected to a fiery furnace, which can happen to us as <laughs> we spiritual journey with Jesus, they, are, they were consistent in praising and thanking God to be able to keep our focus on Jesus and not on the thing. You see, they could have kept their focus on the fire. And of course, that would have distracted them on focusing on God. But they decided to keep their focus on Jesus and not on the thing that they were subjected to. To be able to rejoice in God, uh, it is a language that is understood in heaven that we are declaring both to the situation that is surrounding us that we are you know we are trying to come out of and to the divinity to heaven that we believe we are rejoicing we are thanking God because we believe that this thing will not end in defeat and we are believing that God is greater than our situation and that he will intervene in our situation and it is a sacrifice It is a sacrifice like what we have read in the book of Psalms 50. To be able to thank God when the situation surrounding us presents negative, presents um, something different. To be able to rise above the perception concept that will make us question the situation more. But to shut everything down and to focus on God and just praise Him. Rejoice in him, it changes everything. It changes everything. We are telling Jesus, we know, we know that no matter what we face, that you are greater than this thing, that you are able to change this situation, that there is nothing that you cannot do, that you can make good out of even situations that we cannot understand. We are we are we are actually acknowledging faith, we are acknowledging faith and allowing our faith to be seen. To manifest something positive that glorifies God when we thank God, when we praise God while in situations that we don't understand. It doesn't matter what He spoke that we did not do, it doesn't matter what direction that He said that we did not do. What matters is if we believe in Him here and today, here and now, today, if we trust Him, if we believe He's greater than our situation, if we believe that He can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond, if we believe in His mercy and His love, then we will make a conscious decision. Decision to thank him for every situation, to thank him for our shortcomings, to thank him that we have come to the knowledge that we know that we know that we can do nothing without him, to thank him that we have come to the knowledge that we are nothing apart from him, that we are in need of in need of his intervention of every moment of our lives, that we have come to know that he is good and his mercy enduareth forever, that it is his mercy that brings us to him, that causes us to experience his goodness despite our failures. That it is not something that we can give and put a hand on and say ABC so I receive, I can receive this, but it is because of his mercy that he has allowed us to experience his goodness, his faithfulness, to see his blessings despite all that we have failed him, despite the many, many moments of our lives that we have failed him. He still has shown as mercy, to acknowledge that he is merciful, that he's caring, that he's concerned about us, he's considerate, and to stop allowing the situations in our lives to speak to us because if we allow negativity to speak to us then that means we are not listening to Jesus. But if we allow allow him to speak to us when we choose to do what the word of God is telling us without questioning, without even thinking through, because every time we start to think through our situations outside of the word of God, we are bound to make mistakes. When we allow the word of God to be revealed in us, to be unveiled in us, in our situations. We, we we seek to apply the word of God to become alive in our situations. We see Jesus speaking to our situations, current situations through his word. We allow him, we allow him, we silence all our, um, all our senses and we allow the word of god to speak in our situation which is what we try to do every day so that he can help us to focus on him and to fix our eyes on him to help us to speak in into our situations despite everything then definitely it doesn't matter what we are going through it doesn't matter whether good or bad it doesn't matter whether we understand or we don't what it is it does not matter what matters is that we are telling him we are acknowledging that that we know who you are, that we believe in you, that we know you are greater than this situation, that we believe the end result of this situation is not going to be defeat because you won victory for us by dying on the cross of Calvary and resurrecting to give us power. So even that moment, whatever moment of weakness we could be going through, it is temporary. What is permanent is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to every problem. He's the answer to every situation that has come to us, that will come. us why because he's the same today yesterday tomorrow forever any second he is there he's there to help us he said i'll never leave you nor forsake you. i'll be with you until the end of time so whatever it is that we are facing and what we are going to face it means he has seen it he has seen it and he will do something about it because his desire for us is for us to experience the fullness of joy fullness of peace fullness of love if we yield to him if we open our hearts to him then we are acknowledging and telling him lord we have come to the understanding that we cannot live even one second without you even the breath we need to breathe has to come from you we are acknowledging his mercy we are opening our hearts to receive and he will do it so with this conviction we pray that the lord will have his way in us father in the mighty name of jesus with thanksgiving for this moment you have given us for this word that you have spoken to us lord jesus how i pray that this word will bear fruit in our lives in my life and in the life of every listener of this podcast lord i believe with all my heart that you are the living word the many results blessings interventions you have produced in my life many lessons you have taught me lord and many many moments that you have intervened in my life oh jesus i pray that these words may re- may produce even greater results as a reminder that when you bring us to a new season Your intention is for us to grow more in the knowledge of you to be transformed to be just like you. Deliver us from any past happenings, situations, and circumstances that have been a hindrance for us to be able to outgrow the past seasons of our lives. Let the new be established in us. Let us experience your mighty intervention, Lord so that your name may be glorified in our lives and through us to others that you intend to reach. It is in Jesus' name we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.